Welcome back to Knowledge Store. My name is Melina. And my name is Jake. And uh, we actually have a really awesome topic this week that I'm really excited about. So I hope that you guys really like it. And I hope that you really like it, Jake. I know that I have not told you really anything. I just told you what we were doing. Yeah, just endless stairs, something, Um, stairways or something. No. So, no. But, um... No, fucking no. No, basically what we're doing is uh, I ended up picking up something really interesting um, from, you know, obviously we had asked for people to come in and or talk to us and give us some topics to do. And I ended up picking something that I, it, it was really interesting and it was honestly a really hard choice. We did have um, several people like message us personally and talk to me especially about you know different topics mm-hmm. and I really hoped you guys would use the Facebook page but um, I still got a lot of really good ideas so I- I'm sorry I didn't use your you know if, if I didn't use your idea this week it will get used in the future oh for sure yeah um, but my mom actually like should suggested this one which I thought was really awesome so thanks mom <laughs> but um yeah, so this week's topic is the mysterious staircases that lead to nowhere. That's what I said. Um, no. Stairs that lead nowhere. I said the same thing. So they're actually in uh, our own national forest here in the U.S. and actually around the world. These staircases seem to have started out of as a legend, um, but they quickly grew overnight um, into not just lore, but it almost seems like truth to me. So Mm. it all originated from a few stories on Reddit in the no sleep section on the website. Um, There, you know, several people have actually come forward with some really compelling experiences that like are really just too detailed and too numerous to not take a good look into. Hmm. So, um, are you ready to to step into the storm, Jake? Well, I am, but these stairs only go up, they go down. They only go up. Okay. I mean, if you're coming down them, then they go down. It'd be a staircase, right? And be like a. No, it doesn't go into the earth. Well, I'm just looking at trying to look at it as like a positive thing, you know. It's not. If it goes up, normally it's. Yeah, it's a little creepy. Like ascending up the yeah. Yeah. No. So. Hmm. Um, All right. Well, fuck well, me then. Yeah. As I was gonna say, I said, "Are you ready to step into the storm and get taken away to the deepest, darkest part of the forest?" No, I'm not ready. <laughs> How about that? I like them apples. Well, that's too bad, because that's where we're going. Okay. (laughs) Yay. So numerous people have been coming forward with reports of isolated stairs in the woods and national parks. Um, This phenomenon has also brought out some of the creepiest stories about otherworldly experiences when someone climbed a mysterious staircase that was sitting alone in the forest. Um, So some of these weird staircases in the forest actually stand miles from the closest settlement um, without any logical reason for them to be there. They can differ wildly in age, style, condition, and design. Often there is no clue as to why they are there, and their isolation only deepens the mystery. Um, With some of these, you would think that there would be, like, structures that are with them, but... That's what I was thinking, yeah. I mean, what... What is the strongest part of a house? We should have asked Steve when we were over there. <laughs> I would think the, the foundation, probably. That's what yeah. I would think, too. Yeah. Like, you're thinking, like, the thing that's going to last the longest. It's not the fucking staircase. No. I, I would think so. that the foundation would mm. be would be there the longest. But stone. Whatever stone. Yeah. Like, there's no remnants whatsoever. So, hmm. um, 
That you is, know, surely some weird. of these staircases in the middle of nowhere may have been a part of a town or a building, but, you know, maybe they just, like, long since crumbled to the ground. However, some of them seem new, almost like someone had put them there yesterday. Hmm. The very first stories that surfaced on Reddit um, opened the floodgates for more and more people to come out and, you know, come forward with their own accounts of random stairs, you know, in the woods and, you know, our national parks and things like that. Uh, however, soon stories poured in from other nations as well, including Portugal, Norway, it, uh, Italy, Cambodia, and the Philippines. As it turns out, mysteries, uh, these mysterious staircases in the forest are not uncommon, and many of them have actually been around for centuries or millennia. So, what do you what do you think about this? It's pretty crazy, isn't it? It is, yeah. I, I don't know the thing about this. I'm. I wish there were some pictures I could look at, probably. I, well, so I, I, can, see. I can definitely show you someone. Because I'm just picturing, like, just these wooden stairs, like the typical house stairs, like, just in the middle of the woods, mm-hmm. nothing else around. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't it's know. creepy almost, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so this is the one that's from the Philippines. It's called The Staircase of Missing Time. One of the earliest of all reports actually originated from the Philippines, Torquic is an experienced ranger and is often tasked with searching for missing people in the local jungles. This is something that occurs on a regular basis because the jungles and forests are in the area that tend to be dense and difficult to safely navigate. Um, it was oh, it was during one of these routine patrols that Torquic uh, claimed that he found two staircases that led deep into the forest out of curiosity and to get a higher vantage point. Um, one of the forests, oh, you know, of the forests ahead of him, Torquic decided to climb the stairs. The first staircase was a stone structure with decorative carvings on it. The second staircase looked more like something someone had put together with natural stones in the immediate area. Torquic did not see any of the missing backpackers, but he did see a stray dog that appeared vicious. He hastened forward further up the stairs to avoid the dog unsuccessful he finally returned to civilization Torquic was met with the news that both oh that was both unfortunate and baffling all at the same time when he arrived at the ranger station he learned that he had been fired from his job from the perspective that he had been out for a number of hours but the truth was and as was told to him was astonishing Torquic had been on patrol for five years what? Yeah. How the hell is that even possible? Well, that's that's what makes this so crazy. So. So he climbed a staircase. He saw a dog. Right. And five years five years had gone by. So I mean. Mhm. <laughs> that's why they call it the staircase of missing time, I guess. How does it even? I don't know. So this next one is actually really interesting. Um, I I really enjoyed listening or not listening. I'm reading about this one. So it's called The Vanishing Staircase, and this takes place in the 1940s. What was the other one from? Philippines. What time frame, though, did it say? It didn't say. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I... Just wondering, because, like, this one's clearly got a date on it in the 40s. Right. What was the other one from? Yeah. That's, in the Philippines, I, I don't yeah. know. Honestly, with a lot of these stories, it was really hard to do this research because there's so much information, but so little at the same time, like... 
mostly it's just context. It's not like dates and names and you know things like that. Yeah, the the the, the last one there had me up until the last five years. I'm like, eh, that's just I don't know. It seems unbelievable. I can see somebody true. like building a staircase out in the middle of nowhere or whatever, just just for just to make people believe something else is going on. But then the five year thing, I'm like, eh, right. I don't know, kind of far fetched. Well, this one's called The Vanishing Staircase. Um, So, another great story came from a man who claims to work with the CDC as an infectious disease specialist. He said that in the 40s, after the Roswell crash, reports of animal mutilations had surfaced. The CDC was called in to assist the investigation, um, which was supposed to last only one or two weeks, but in in fact ended up lasting six months. During that time, various people working in the field reported weird stares that were giving off some type of frequency. And now they, they don't mention what type of frequency, whether it's a radio frequency or, you know, any other type mm. of frequency, which I wouldn't know about. Alien frequency, it, it sounds like. Yeah, it, it's strange. So um, ended up giving, up some, giving off some type of frequency. They stationed their campsite about 30 meters away from the stairs and spent the night. But when they woke up, the stairs had moved. Hmm. On the ground where the staircase had been was a black spot that was super dark and almost appeared burnt. He continued with his story. Um, quote, the next two days, um, it, the staircase, reappeared but 50 meters away. They decided to do some readings and try to sample part of the staircase, but the wood structure um, staircase was harder than steel. None of it could be chipped off for sampling, end quote. After the investigators determined that the stairs emitted a frequency that they couldn't figure out why or who was receiving it, um, six days later, the stairs vanished. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's like these, like uh, the um, what do they call it? Like the Bermuda Triangle of stairs <laughs> here, or something. Like what's going yeah, on? Yeah, the Bermuda Triangle of stairs. Yes. Yeah, it's really crazy. Well, stuff this is unexplainable. I mean, they, I mean, they kind of have it figured out now a little bit of, with the currents of the ocean, as far as the Bermuda Triangle go. But yes, the stairs, like how it is there, and then next day they're gone. Right. How and then the vanish? only thing that's left is nobody the kept spot uh, the kept recording that around the clock. Nobody had, you know, hey, why don't you mm-hmm. keep watch over here while we? I don't well, know. what are they supposed to do? Too. I mean, I mean, back in the forties, I know, but still, right? Uh, I don't know. Well, this one is called the Ghostly Staircase in Sweden. Um, another tale about a staircase in the woods involves two Swedish students who were out hiking. Axel and Isaac um, had been traveling for miles and presumably hours when they came across a staircase in a clearing miles away from anywhere. They were both puzzled and they couldn't agree about what to do. Axel wanted nothing to do with the stairs while Isaac was much more daring. He wanted to climb them and did so. Instantly, he reached the top. Both youths heard a blood-curdling, shrill-like scream that was sufficient enough to make them flee the scene. Eventually, they stopped running and recovered their breath, and that was when someone put a hand on Axel's shoulder. Assuming it to be Isaac, he glanced backward. Isaac stood behind him a considerable distance, much too far to be with arm's reach. Whoever or whatever was responsible for the touch, Axel recalled that it felt cold. Hmm. So that was pretty freaky. Sounds like ghosty behavior. Mm-hmm. So, so, so they never figured that out there again. Just, just another story. We don't know. Right. Right. No. no, no specific facts, no specific dates or locations or anything like that. So it, it makes it kind of hard, but um, 
this next part of the story, or well, the next few stories are, there's a reason that they're not given, you know, more details about this. And they're afraid, basically, this person is afraid to lose their job. Okay. Hmm. So. Well, so, that last one, it sounds like something was that was written on like, uh, what do they call it? Creepypasta or something like that. Like, yeah. Or it's just like a scary story. and. Well, that's know. where a lot of these things like originate. <clears throat> or Reddit. Or, or Reddit. Yeah. Um, which is actually where the, these next few stories come from. Because okay. I did, this is like the the origin pretty mm. much. And, you know, where a lot of people finally started to speak out about, you know, their experiences and stuff like that. But I mean, this is all, this is not all just made up. Like there is photos of, there's pictures and photos of these, of these staircases yes. out in the, yeah, no, there, from, there's the graphic evidence. I mean, there's a lot of different things. Okay. It's just the particular stories that I had found that I found to be most intriguing, just, you know, didn't include those, you know, particular details. Mm. But yeah, they're still pretty compelling. Okay. Um, so this next story is from Reddit user Search and Rescue Woods and was originally posted about four years ago. This story has had everyone talking about this. And what really intrigued me when I first started looking into this phenomenon was how truthful the story seemed to be and how right. detailed it was. Um, and I want to preface the story with a little bit of statistical knowledge about, you know, people that go missing in national forests, because this will tie into, you know, the few stories that I'm about to share with you. Um, while the federal government does not exactly track the number of missing persons in national parks and forests, um, experts surrounding this phenomenon seem to believe that about 1,600 individuals mysteriously vanish each year while visiting uh, parks throughout the United States. While many reported missing are found, it is still estimated that hundreds remain that's, and no traces of these people are ever found. That's crazy to me that they don't keep track of literally everyone. Like You just said um, they don't keep track of everyone. But how do you not? If right. one person is gone, that's too many people to be gone. Like if they were here and then they're gone now. Well, it's always how do they not keep track of that? Circumstances too. Like that's what makes it so strange. It's it's hard to. I would just not believe in 2019, 20, whatever, and la even the last like 10 years that no traces are found of these people. Like how do you not? Not a trace. That's really weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So um, now, as this Reddit username suggests, this person claims to be a search and rescue officer. So if that's the case, like, it really, like, I believe it really lends some credence to these stories. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll, I'll start with this first one. I wasn't sure where else to post these stories, so I figured I'd share them here. I've been an SAR officer, search and rescue, for a few years now, and along the way, I've seen some things I think that you guys will be interested in. So this is probably the weirdest story that I have. Um, now, I, I don't know if this is true in every SAR unit, but it is in mine. And it's sort of an unspoken, regular thing we run into. You can try asking about it with other SAR officers, but even if they know what you're talking about, they probably won't say anything about it. As we've been told not to talk about it by our superiors, and at this point, we've all gotten used to it, so we just try not to, we try not to say anything so it doesn't seem weird anymore. Um, on just about every case that we, oh, that, where we are really far into the wilderness, I'm talking 30 or 40 miles, at some point, we'll always find a staircase in the middle of the woods. 
It's almost like if you took the stairs in your house, cut them out, and just put them right in the middle of the forest. So weird. Yeah, it's really creepy. <laughs> um, I asked about it for the first time when I had saw some, and the officer that was with me just told me not to worry about it and that it was normal. No, Every- it's not. <laughs> well. Whatever, yeah. I would have I would have argued that point a little bit, but that's yeah. just me. No, it's, it's <clears throat> I would have also, but. Like, no, it's not. There's just stairs out there in the middle of the woods. Nothing else around. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't um, think so. Everyone I asked said the same thing. I wanted to go check them out, but I was told very emphatically that I should never go anywhere near See, them. See, cover up. Cover up. <laughs> Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just sort of ignore. I just sort of ignore them now when I run into them because it happens so frequently. So that's just like the first, like the preface. Okay. Okay. So I I think it's really it it gives me a lot of belief in this because he does seem to give a lot of details, you know, about his job and you know how people handle it and okay. talk about it and stuff like that. So is that how you how he leaves it? That's, that's just the, yeah. the end of that story. Just. We're out 34 miles in the woods. We always see staircases, just randomly, weirdly, in the middle of nowhere. And then they tell them, shut up, don't think about it. Exactly. walk away. Bullshit. So, um, the second story here. One of uh, my first jobs as a trainee. This is the same guy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're they're all from the same user. Okay. Um, One of my first jobs as a trainee was a search op for a four-year-old kid that had gotten separated from his mom. This is one of those cases where we knew we were going to find him because the dogs were on a strong scent trail. Um, and we saw clear signs that he was in the area. And we ended up finding him in a berry patch that was about um, a half a mile from where he had been last seen. The kid wasn't even aware that he'd wandered off that far. And one of the vets brought him back, and he was, which I was really glad for because I'm not really good with kids. And I find it hard to talk to them and keep them company. So as my trainer and I are headed back, she decides to take me on a detour to show me one of the hot spots where we tend to find missing people. It's a natural dip in the land where a popular, oh, near a popular trail, and people will usually move downhill because it's easier. Um, we hike out there. It's a few miles away, and we get out about an hour or so. As we're walking around the area, she's pointing out places where she's found people in the past. I see something in the distance. Now, this area we're in is about eight miles from the main parking area. Though there's back roads you can take to get closer if you don't want to hike that far. Um, But we're on a state-protected land, so uh, we're on state-protected land, which means that you can't have any kind of commercial or residential development out here. Hmm. So the most that you'll ever see is a fire tower or a makeshift shelter that homeless people think that they can get away with building. But um, I can see from here that whatever this thing is, it has straight edges. And if there's one thing you learn quickly, it's that nature rarely makes straight lines. I point it out, but she doesn't say anything. She just hangs back and lets me wander over and check it out. I get within about 20 feet of it and all of the hair on the back of my neck stands straight up. It's a staircase in the middle of the fucking woods. In the proper context, it would literally be the most benign thing ever. It's just a normal staircase with beige carpet, about 10 steps tall. But instead of being in a house, where it obviously should be, it's out here in the middle of the woods. The sides are 
oh, aren't carpeted, and I can see the wood that it's made of. It almost like was a video game glitch or something, where the house right. has just failed to load completely, and the stairs are the only thing that's visible. I stand there, and it's like my brain is working overtime to try to make sense of what I'm seeing. My trainer comes and stands next to me, and she just stands there casually looking at it like it's the least interesting thing in the world. I ask her, what the fuck is going on out here? And she just chuckles. Get used to it, Ricky. You're going to see a lot of them. I started to move closer. She grabs my arm quickly. I wouldn't do that, she says. Her voice is casual, but her grip is tight. And I just stand there looking at her. You're going to see them all the time, but don't go near them. Don't touch them. Don't go up them. Just ignore them. I start to ask her about it, but something in the way that she is looking at me tells me that it's best if I don't. We end up moving on. And the subject doesn't come up again for the rest of my training. She was right, though. I'd say about every fifth call that I go out on, I end up running across a set of these stairs. Sometimes they're relatively close to the path, maybe within two or three miles Um, But sometimes they're 20 or 30 miles out, literally in the middle of nowhere. And I only find them during the broadest searches or training weekends. They're usually in good condition, but sometimes they look like they've been out there for miles. Um, All different kinds, all different sizes. The biggest that I ever saw looked like they came out of the turn of the century mansion and were at least 10 feet wide with steps leading up to the least at least 15 or 20 feet. I've tried talking about it with people, but they always give me the same response that my trainer did. It's normal. Don't worry about it. They're not a big deal. But don't clo- don't go close to them or don't go up to them. Um, when my trainee asks me about it now, I give them the same response. I don't really know what else to tell them. I'm really hoping that someday I get a better, a better answer, but it just hasn't happened yet. <clears throat> yeah. There again, I don't know how you don't, how they're just like, oh, yeah, totally normal. No, it's not normal. It's not <laughs> normal at all. It's very mysterious. Either it's all these guys' weird. trainers are aliens or something is going on, <laughs> some kind of cover-up. Everyone's up. an alien. What the hell? Like, I mean, how do you, what is normal about that? Right. What is normal about that? Like he said, it was like a video game glitch. It just literally is there. The house isn't even there. Nothing's attached to it. It even has carpet on the fucking things. Right. Most of them. Some of them. I mean, so... Yeah. Like beige carpet of all the things. I would be touching it going up at <laughs> something. There'd be no way. It's like, ah, no big whoop. Just keep on walking. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I'd be checking it out. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I'd be checking it out. I agree. I, you know, it kind of sounds like I got you baffled this time. Well, yeah. If you know, please let me know. I mean... <laughs> Not, if you know what's going on. I, I guess, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean It's that. aliens. I, I think that I, I have you kind of freaked out. You got kind of like a really serious face right now. All right, well, you, why don't you walk out back of our house? You just see us at the stairs. <laughs> no big deal. This is normal, Jake. Come on back in the house. Like, bullshit. That I got you one for once. Yeah. <laughs> so I have two more stories. Um, and uh, this is a story of Wait a story. Wait a minute. What? Do we know where the last guy was from? I have no idea where he's from. And he, he does go on to say, like, if, if you do end up going on to Reddit, because um, he, he does four different updates, like, with several different kinds of stories. And it's not always about the staircases. But um, he says very specifically that he is not able to disclose where he is close. Of course he is not. in the United States. He does say that. And he's like, and I am very close to a very large spread 
you know, dense forest. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. Probably the Pacific Northwest somewhere, I would right. imagine. Yeah. yeah. But either way, it's really convenient how he doesn't let anybody know exactly where he is. Like, you're well, not he, search and rescue. Like, you can tell people where you're from. You're not like a Navy right. SEAL or something. Well, like. the, the point is, is that he thinks that, you know, he's not supposed to discuss these types of things, like with, you know, his, you know, in, in regards to what his superiors had requested of him. So. Oh, sure. Right. Why would you want to tell people about that? Right. Yeah. That sounds like a bunch of baloney to me. Whatever. Was... You're still scared, aren't you? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I wouldldn't like it to see one out yeah, out there I if I, you, you know, okay. but uh it's just weird cuz like the the, la- the first one or second one was from the Philippines, this one's f- apparently I just want to know where he's from because I wanted to cuz like obviously if you're an SA or SR AR officer or whatever, the yeah. search and rescue guys, you don't just go from like California to New York to Florida, to, 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 you know, I'm sure you're within a a pretty close area, you know, within reason of where right. he works it's not you're just all, you're not just all the country there's you know yeah. no uh, it's rescue officers that it are stationed like it's an isolated around the portion okay. i was thinking maybe yellowstone that's what always pops in my mind i yeah. mean that's the probably the biggest densest you know area that's still protected that mm-hmm. you know we wouldn't have any you know right. weird stairs out fucking hanging no, and out. there's a lot of mysterious things that surround yellowstone national park that i wish that we had time to get into but you know unfortunately we don't at this point but maybe sometime in the future we'll do one on yellowstone a geothermal like uh what do you, what do you the, like <laughs> the readings view? yeah like the readings yeah oh yeah no that would be cool but so um this next story is a story of a story so he is telling one that was told to him by one of his other officer friends. Okay. Okay. So it says, now on to a couple of stories that my friend had told me. I mentioned that, oh, I had mentioned that you were all interested in the stairs and you're in luck because he's had a close encounter with them as well. Touch him. Though he doesn't have an explanation for them, he does have a bit more experience with them than I do. Um, my buddy has been an SAR officer for about seven years. He started when he was a junior in college and had a very similar experience when he first encountered the stairs. His trainer told him the same thing that mine did, which was never to go near, touch, or ascend. Why? Them. I would be so. Why? Why well, not touch them? Well, you'll find out at the end of the story. Okay, so like something must happen. For the like... first year that he, oh, for the first year he did just that, but apparently his curiosity got the better of him, and on one call he broke away from the line and he went to go check a set of them out. He said that they were about 10 miles from the path where a teenage girl had vanished. Oh, goodness, sorry. And the dog was, um, and the dogs were following a scent. He was on his own, lagging behind the main group when he saw a set of stairs off to his left. They looked like they were new. Like, from something from a new, like, brand new house. Because the carpeting was pristine and white. Yeah. He said that the closer that he got, he didn't feel any different or hear any weird noises. He's expecting something to happen, like bleeding from his ears or collapsing. But he got right up next to him, or next to them, and didn't feel anything. The only thing he said that was odd was that there was obviously no debris on the steps. No dirt, leaves, dust, or anything. And there didn't appear to be any signs of animal or insect activity in the immediate area, which he found strange. And it was less like things were avoiding them and more like they were, you know, just happened to be in a, rel- in a relatively right. barren part of the forest. He touched the stairs. 
He didn't feel anything except the sort of sticky feeling that you get from a new carpet. Making Hmm. sure his radio was on, he slowly climbed the stairs. He said it was terrifying because the way they'd been um, stigmatized, he wasn't really sure what was going to happen to him. He joked that, you know, half of him expected to be teleported to another dimension or the Mm -hmm. other half was watching for a UFO to come swooping down. Mm -hmm. But he got to the top with little event and he stood there looking around. But he said the longer that he stood on the top step, the more he felt like something or like he was doing something very, very wrong. He described it as the feeling you'd get when you're in, you know, part of a government building that you have no business being in. As if someone was going to come and arrest you or shoot you in the back of the head at any second. He tried to brush it off, but the feeling got stronger and stronger. And that's when he realized that he couldn't hear anything anymore. And then a ghost touches Wiener! Ah! The (laughs) The sounds of the forest were gone. And he couldn't hear even his own breathing. It was some kind of like weird, awful tinnitus, but more oppressive. He climbed back down and rejoined the search and didn't mention what he'd done. But he said that the weirdest part came after. His trainer was waiting back at the welcome center after the search had ended for the day, and he cornered my buddy before he could leave. He said his trainer had had this like look of intense anger, and he asked, what was wrong? He said, you went up them, didn't you? My buddy said it wasn't phased or phrased as a question. He asked how his trainer knew. The trainer just shook his head. Because we didn't find her. The dogs lost her scent. My buddy asked what he had to do or what that had to do with anything. The trainer asked how long he'd been on the stairs. And my buddy said no more than a minute. The trainer gave him a really awful, almost dead-eyed look and told him that if he ever went up another set of those stairs again, that he'd be fired immediately. The trainer walked away, and I guess he'd never answered any of the questions. My buddy was oh has asked him about it since, and he has not gotten a single answer. What? Yeah. That is so weird. Yeah, it is super weird. So, see, there is something going on. Whatever the stairs are out there, whatever they mean, like, this is the same guy, so probably the same kind of area, right? It's the same third, fourth story he's got there. So, I mean, with her is, okay, so this is the second or third story that he was talking, like, it's just weird. Why, why is it such a cover-up? I I don't know. I guess I keep repeating myself over and over again, but it's really (laughs) weird and creepy to me that... The stairs. The superiors. The superior, right, right. It's like, well, big cover-up. And like I said, well, you went on the stairs, so now we can't find the girl. Like, does it have something to do with that? Right. And the fact that there's no debris on the stairs. That, that's just weird. Out in the middle of the woods, there's not a, a leaf or any animals that have gotten like with it. It's almost like everything that has to do with natural it's life like completely protected. avoids these stairs. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, no, it is definitely really weird. Losing time, everything else. Yeah. So, um, this last story that I have isn't necessarily, it's not really about the staircase, but it does involve a little boy going missing in, you know, the National Forest. And this honestly gave me the chills all over when I read it. Are you, are you ready for this? Do you want to, like, hold one of the puppies for protection or, like, one of yeah, my candles? Yeah, where's Wicket? Yeah, I'll hold him. <laughs> one of my candles to keep, like, the bad juju away? No, oh, candles. No, no, I'll be fine. All right. No, I just want some answers. I want to talk to these trainer people. I'm like, what the fuck is your deal? (laughs) Right. 
So one of the women that I work with is pretty friendly and has been a search and rescue officer for quite a while. So I made it a point to mention to her that I was interested in hearing any experiences that she had had that she had had um, with people completely disappearing. Her eyes light up and she leans in close to me. Says, want to hear a real doozy, she asks. She tells me about how when she first got started that there was a case that had gotten a lot of attention in the media. Um, a family had been out berry picking in the area of the forest, very close to the entrance of the park, and they had two little boys, both under the age of five. At some point during the day, one of them vanishes, and an absolute massive search had been held, and they find absolutely nothing. Sophie, calm down. Sorry, that's one of our dogs. Um, it's another one of those cases where it's like the kid was never there in the first place. The dogs just sit down and they don't pick up on anything. So no trace of this kid was found. Um, so fast forward about six months later, the family comes back to place flowers at the memorial that's been set up there for the kid. Jesus. They bring their other son, and while they're placing uh, the flowers... They lose sight of the other Get kid the fuck out. for about three seconds. And in that span of time, he vanishes into thin air. Now, obviously, the parents are beyond devastated. It's awful enough to lose one child, Jesus but to Christ. lose two, it's beyond, it's beyond even imagining. The search is huge for this one, and it's the largest in state history. There's about 300 volunteers combing every inch of this park looking for this kid but again, there's no trace of him. The search goes on for about a week with people looking miles from the park and he is uh, that he had vanished from. And then, almost two weeks later, a volunteer almost 15 miles from the designated search area radios that he's found the kid. What? They assume that the kid was dead, but the volunteer says he's not only alive, but he's in good shape. Um, yeah, this Katie and her team go out to recover the kid. And when they get there, she cannot believe that this kid has been missing. His clothes are clean. There's no dirt on him anywhere. And he doesn't appear traumatized at all. The volunteer says that he found the kid sitting on a log, playing with a little twig bundle that's bound together with some old rope. Katie asked him where he's been and who he's been with for those two weeks. And the kid tells her that he's been with the fuzzy man. He's a BK. <sighs> Not quite. Like I could probably. Now, Katie firmly believes in Bigfoot. So, you know, she gets all excited and asks him, like, what he means by fuzzy. Like, was he hairy? But the kid says, no, he wasn't hairy. But he was a fuzzy man. And he describes the man as though, like, he was blurry. Like, when you close your eyes, but not all the way closed, that's what the man came out of the trees and took the kid with him into the deep, deep, deep part of the woods. The kid says that he slept in a hollow tree and that the fuzzy man gave him berries to eat. Katie asks him if the man was mean and if he scared the kid. And the kid says, no, he wasn't scary, but... I didn't like how he didn't have eyes. Yeah, I just said that. Katie says that the kid... Oh, says... Oh, my God. Katie says they get the kid back to headquarters, and a cop takes him into town to talk to him a bit more about what has happened. She's friends with the cop that talked to him, and she said that the kid described 
being kept in this tree by the fuzzy man and given berries whenever he was hungry and he was allowed to wander around a very specific clearing. But when he tried to go further, the fuzzy man would get mad and yell really loud. Like, but he didn't have a mouth. So. No eyes, no mouth. No eyes and no mouth. When the kid got scared at night, the fuzzy man made it go brighter and gave him the twig bundle and said, oh, he said that the fuzzy man was going to keep him, but he had to let him go because the kid wasn't the right kind. He either can't or won't elaborate any more than that. The cops are just short of left. (laughs) God, I'm sorry. Just sort of left scratching their heads and searching for, you know, his brother but it, there's been no results in regards to the first search. The kid has no idea where his brother might be, and they may never find him. What? Yeah. So, does the kid that was recently taken talk about the fuzzy man taking his brother? Maybe, maybe as well. Well, that's what. He that says. is a crazy. That's a that's a very creepy story. I don't yeah. like that one at all. Yeah. That, I that mean, we've got kids, but yeah, that's so scary. I don't like that. Bad. Hmm. Like. I, the kid probably would have, you know, never been found if he would have been, quote, unquote, the right kind. Like, that's I really, crazy. yeah, I don't want this one to be true. I really hope this this one is not true. Like, the other guy in the park, mm-hmm. you know, getting yelled at about the stairs, that's one thing. But this kid was gone for, what, they said two, two weeks. weeks. And the other, the other brother is just gone. So, Still haven't found yeah, him. Six plus months. They've already just buried him, kind of. Like, they said putting flowers exactly. out and everything else. They're like, yeah. oh, he's gone. So, I mean, even if he... I don't know. Well, That's this is crazy. Me out so much. And then about the, these the, this kid parks. just vanished too. He was gone like, within seconds. Like, well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like I wonder if there's like portals, or like wormholes, or something that you just don't know. Or the fuzzy man comes and gets you in the middle of the night. I'll tell you right now. Or the fuzzy man knocked the fuck out. He come try to take me. <laughs> yeah. Feed me fucking berries and twig bundles. Fuck you. Feed me berries and twig. Bundles. Yeah, no, you can <laughs> fucking take that twig. I'll shut up your ass, here, fuzzy man. <laughs> No, thank you. Yeah, no, that, that story me. fucked me up big time. That is weird. I, I was, like, I seriously goosebumps all over Wonder reading this is that. a big fuzzy mouth, or zero mouth. Well, you know what made me think fuck. of, and, you know, I, we do, I do want to, I don't really want to mention another podcast, technically, but it's one of my favorite podcasts. It's called uh, Monsters Among Us, and it's the first time that I ever heard of these guys, but there's always three, but they're called the Mirrored Men. And Mm. there's been a lot of discussion about those too, especially recently, but that was the first time that I had heard about them was on his podcast. And I was like chills all over listening to these people's stories. Yeah. Cause like the way they do theirs is like people call in Mm -hmm. and they, you know, tell their story or whatever. But, um, yeah, the mirrored men, it is always in threes. And then like you end up losing a bunch of time. Like if you pay attention to them and then there's a bunch of different crazy stories well, about it, but it's, scary. I mean, that's similar, but this guy's just the, just the one fuzzy man. He didn't say anything well, about anybody and else. Usually like no one remembers what happens, but this little boy seemed to remember, Yeah, you know? So that's a big How old was too. the second? Did they say? Under five years old. This, the second one was. Yes. They're both under the boys five, were like... under five years old. What the hell? Mm-hmm. But all uh, it takes is one second. One yeah. second you take your eyes off your kids, and then poof, they're gone. Literally, I guess three seconds. You're out in the field, and he just turns around, uh-huh. and turn around, and then he's just gone. Yeah, it's horrifying. Oh my god. 
But I'm going to actually, we're going to leave next week a mystery too, because I kind of liked how this turned out. Um, obviously, if you do want to give us any suggestions, um, please feel free to, you know, either message me on Facebook or, you know, email us, whatever. And um, something know. happier, please. Like these are like, <laughs> this I is really cr- enjoyed this one. This is no, it is good. Episodes. It is good. Yeah. But it's just, this is, I think this is my favorite episode yeah, so far. It is pretty good. Um, but yeah, like give us some suggestions and, uh, we'll, you know, obviously compile it into our list and, you know, see who says, you know, more th- than one time. Yes. Yes. Or you know, we never did think, um, all like the truck drivers and first responders Ooh, and stuff yes. like that. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Really to appreciate everything you guys are doing. All of the people that are on the front lines yes. and everyone that, you know, puts any time into their day to try to help anyone else and help other people it's amazing, no matter yeah. what you're doing is it's incredible to to us and we we appreciate it very couldn't much. do it without you guys yeah yes. for sure and i don't know i think that's probably it right that's it next week's a mystery and next week is a mystery watch out for fuzzy weirdos out in the woods i guess <laughs> those feedy bears and twigs i guess i don't know but yeah thank you for listening and uh yeah don't forget to go on and check us out on apple podcasts now and oh yeah leave like us a review reading and a review and i'm so pumped to see more of those and yeah every every 100 reviews that we get um, I would like to do a bonus episode in the middle of the week. If you so, guys want, yeah. Yeah, if we can if we can do that, if we can get up to 100 reviews, oh my God, I would be so pumped. Yeah, that'd so, be nice. That'd be yeah. really cool. But we appreciate your time and everything that you guys do for us, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, guys. See you later. All right. Love you. Bye.